Good morning, everyone. This is Father Nate, missionary priest in Italy, and thanks for joining us today, February 4th, on No Greater Delight, our podcast on Marian feasts and Marian meditations. Well, today, just as every day, is filled with Marian feasts and devotions. So first stop will take us to Fordley, Italy, where they celebrate Our Lady of Fire. Now, this tradition dates back to 1428, when, on the night between February 3rd and 4th, a fire broke out in the school in Fordley, and it burned over the few days. Now, the townspeople gathered afterwards to see the ruins, and they were astonished to find, in the rubble, a woodcut of the Virgin and Child. It had been important in the student devotions, and it was intact. By order of the mayor and the papal legate, the miraculous image was moved to the cathedral the following Sunday. In 1636, a magnificent marble chapel was dedicated to Our Lady of Fire in the cathedral's left aisle. And throughout the region, her image is often reproduced on doorways and carts to protect them from fire. Our Lady of Fire is the patron of Forli, where her feast lasts from February 4th to the nearest Sunday. During that time, the city is ablaze with blooms of yellow flowers, and stalls in the piazzas sell loaves of sweet Madonna del Fuoco bread, baked with anise and raisins. Our next stop takes us to Spain, specifically to Zaragoza. When Pope St. John Paul II visited the shrine of Our Lady of El Pilar in Zaragoza on pilgrimage, he said that Our Lady of El Pilar, Our Lady of the Pillar, was the mother of the Hispanic peoples. We could say, by means of comparison, that the devotion of the Spaniards to El Pilar is like Fatima to the Portuguese or Nak to the Irish. Now, there's many different sources that describe Our Lady's connection with the Zaragoza Shrine, and they describe it as follows. While Our Lady was in Ephesus before her assumption, Jesus appeared to her and asked her to go with the angels to see St. James, who was in Zaragoza at the time. She was to tell James that Jesus wished him to return to Jerusalem to be martyred. So the tradition of the shrine at El Pilar, as the Spaniards call it, as given by Our Lady in an apparition to uh, to Sister Mary Agreda, is described in the City of God, her book, right? She says that Our Lady was carried on a cloud by angels to Zaragoza during the night. And while they were traveling, the angels built a pillar of marble and a miniature statue of Our Lady. So then Our Lady gave the message to St. James and added that a church should be built on the site where the apparition took place, right? So the the pillar and the image were to be part of the main altar, right? It's a very important devotion. What's interesting here is that um, it's assumed that um, this took place before Our Lady's Assumption. And so people have said that for 12 years before Our Lady's Assumption, the people of Spain were venerating Our Lady as Our Lady of the Pillar, right? Again, according to Sister Maria Agreda, Our Lady was 54 years of age and living in Ephesus when this happened, and she was 67 when she was assumed into heaven, which makes her appearance in Zaragoza uh, prior to her Assumption. And this is the only apparition of Our Lady that we have heard of taking place prior to her, her Assumption, Right. They say it took place in 40 or 41 A.D. Now we head up to, well, another place in Spain, in Sevilla, in Andalusia, Spain, in the town of Guinness. And they celebrate Nuestra Señora de Belén, Our Lady of Bethlehem, right? And this is celebrated on the Sunday nearest the Feast of the Presentation of Jesus in the Temple. That's February 2nd, right? The statue of Our Lady of Bethlehem descends from the parish church, on this beautiful litter uh, by, mother, by members of the Sacramental Brotherhood. These are men and women who sponsor various devotional activities throughout the year. 
this processional exit or outing, as it would be, takes the image from of this beautiful image from its altarpiece out of the church name for her, and throughout the town's like streets, they've been decorated with arches of colored paper, Spanish flags, and fla- and, and green flags, which is the color of Our Lady here. It's accompanied by town officials, confraternity members, member chil- many children, and even a marching band. Right, and spectators throw petals, like flower petals, as the procession goes by. At the feast day mass on February 2nd, children born or baptized in Guinness during the past year are presented to Our Lady of Bethlehem, just as Mary and Joseph presented Jesus in the temple. The ceremony sometimes is followed by the besamanos, which is literally the kiss the hands, like the devotees come forward and kiss the hands of Our Lady. And the priests bless baskets of rosquillas, traditional donuts, which are distributed on Procession Sunday. Now, people might ask, where does this image come from? Well, it was carved probably in the 1600s by an artist whose name we do not know, right? And then, last but certainly not least, we go south to Notre Dame de Yagma in Cadiogo in center Burkina Faso. In 1967, construction began on a Lourdes Grotto on a hill near Yagma, eight miles from the capital of Burkina Faso in West Africa. First pilgrimage took place there in 1968 and was completed April 22, 1969. In 1978, construction of the church began, which was still unfinished because they didn't have money. But in the 1980s, a young woman named Marie-Rose Caboret and members of her prayer group began reporting apparitions and messages from Mary and Jesus there, right? Uh, there was a lot of attention because um, she had a vision of the assassination of the Marxist president Thomas Sankara on October 11, 1987. And it got attention because four days later, it came true. The Bishop of Kaya, Bishop Constantine Gulma, approved the apparitions in 1994, right? But then they became more apocalyptic in content, and the church declined to promote them, right? While admitting that they contributed to the popularity, people would go on pilgrimage because of these things. On January 29th, 1990, Pope St. John Paul II himself visited Yagma and donated a statue of the Virgin, installed two weeks later during the blessing of the newly built grotto on February 11th, right? The feast day of Our Lady of Lourdes. The diocesan pilgrimage takes place the first Sunday in February, and it comes from all throughout the Ivory Coast, right? And so that's very interesting. Those are our feasts for today, February 4th. Today we're going to continue with our readings from Meditations on Mary, Our Mother, taken from the writings of St. John Henry Newman. Today, actually, we begin the book's last chapter, entitled Devotion to the Blessed Virgin. So today's meditation comes to us from precisely from John Henry Newman's Meditations and Devotions, and it's entitled The Heart of Mary. The Heart of Mary. So let's see then what St. John Henry Newman has to say about the heart of our Blessed Mother. And this is what he says. In Jesus Christ is the fullness of the Godhead with all its infinite sanctity. In Mary is reflected the sanctity of Jesus, as by his grace it could be found in a creature. Mary, as the pattern both of maidenhood and maternity, has exalted woman's state and nature, and has made the Christian virgin and the Christian mother understand the sacredness of their duties in the sight of God. Mary's very image is as a book in which we may read at a glance the mystery of the Incarnation and the mercy of the Redemption. And with all her own gracious perfections also, who was made by her Divine Son the very type of humility, gentleness, 
fortitude, purity, patience, love. What Christian mother can look upon her image and not be moved to pray for gentleness, watchfulness, and obedience like Mary's? What Christian maiden can look upon her without praying for the gifts of simplicity, modesty, purity, recollection, gentleness such as hers? Who can repeat her very name without finding in it a music which goes to the heart and which brings before him thoughts of God and of Jesus Christ and of heaven above and fills him with the desire of those graces by which heaven is gained? Hail then, great mother of God, queen of saints, royal lady clothed with the sun and crowned with the stars of heaven, whom all generations have called and shall call blessed. We will take our part in praising thee in our own time and place with all the redeemed of our Lord, and will exalt thee in the full assembly of the saints and glorify thee in the heavenly Jerusalem. Thou art a star truly, O Mary. Our Lord indeed himself, Jesus Christ, He is the truest and chiefest star, the bright and morning star, as St. John calls him, that star which was foretold from the beginning as destined to rise out of Israel, and which was displayed in figure by the star which appeared to the wise men in the east. But if the wise and learned, and they who teach men injustice, shall shine as stars forever and ever, if the angels of the churches are called stars in the hand of Christ, if he honored the apostles even in the days of their flesh by a title, calling them lights of the world, if even those angels who fell from heaven are called by the beloved disciples stars, if lastly all the saints in bliss are called stars, and that they are like stars differing from stars in glory, therefore most assuredly, without any derogation from the honor of our Lord, is Mary his mother called the star of the sea, and the more so because even on her head she wears a crown of twelve stars. Jesus is the light of the world, illuminating every man who cometh into it, opening our eyes with the gift of faith, making souls luminous by his almighty grace. And Mary is the star, shining with the light of Jesus, fair as the moon and special as the sun, the star of the heavens, which it is good to look upon, the star of the sea which is welcome to the tempest-tossed, at whose smile the evil spirit flees, the passions are hushed, and peace is poured upon the soul. Hail then, star of the sea, we rejoice in the recollection of thee. Pay for us, pray for us ever at the Son of Grace, the throne of grace. Plead our cause, pray with us, present our prayers to thy Son and Lord, now and in the hour of our death. Mary, Be thou our help.